The following is a community recording of the decentralized storyline for the Web3 game Planet Quest. For more information, please visit planetquest.io. Chapter 9 Groundswell Report from the 25th Conference of the Universal Council, Time of Zeta Sagittarii 3.32 held on board Station Ignis in the neutral center of the core systems. Council members for the Empire Ji Yung Ju Ferris Hayden Thulani Adak Council members for the Federation Oria Adonis Victor Huxley Elijah Burke Council members for the Union Aish Phoenix Mandla Bankole Haley Mugen the following is a transcript of the briefing on the relevant vote for those involved in the Explorer program. And while the Class B ships that were sent into the lie have disappeared, we are currently operating under the assumption that they have suffered the same fate as Mamir. We have seen secondhand what a ship destroyed by the lie is like and that appears to not have happened. For now, the Council's directive is to simply wait for any change in the lot that may result from this operation. There is also the matter of a missing quantum shipment, which we will know more about once the investigation into the ship's records has concluded. Now, let us move toward a matter which involves the entire core systems. It would seem the earlier rumors of violence of the Imperial Sediment World Ichthys Beta were not unfounded. Several reports of unsanctioned deaths have occurred on the Inner Rim planet during the past few weeks. Normally, such a matter would not involve the Council. It is a dispute centered within the faction itself and has little bearing on matters of core system politics. However, these bouts of aggression seem to be led by one group in particular, the Volpis Ocula, a recently established underground political movement within the Empire, which aims to put more political power in the hands of Imperial citizens. Two days ago, a statement from the Volpis Ocula was issued across all transmission channels. It reads as follows. Citizens of the Empire, for too long have your voices been stifled and your lives cast away to uphold the secrets of the nobility. Hundreds of thousands of our own people were killed by the crimson wolves in the Forge Worlds on Kepler and forward. To apprehend a criminal none of us have ever seen. I say to you and to the council, let us have our justice. Let the bastard Montes, whose crimson wolves are responsible for so many deaths, be displayed for all to see. From the message, it appears the Volpis Oculi's current revolt will not let up until Montez Lacanus be directly presented to the Imperial citizens. As it stands, the Empire's refusal to confirm the presence of Montez Lacanus is currently causing violence and unrest within the faction. 
This matter is no longer simply the faction's own issue. The Imperial Council members present have, after negotiations, conceded that they would be willing to have the Council send an envoy, along with a small escort, to Montez's prison on Eden Lacanus. However, they have said that a public display of the prisoner will be compromising their security in a matter both insulting and dangerous to the Empire. Thus, the vote placed before the Council is as follows. Does the Council order that Montez Lacanus be shown to both the Imperial citizens and the rest of the core system in some form of public display? Or does the Council send an envoy to Eden Lacanus and accept the Empire's offer, allowing the faction to deal with the turmoil on Ichthys Beta in its own manner. Your faction contact will issue a statement shortly in your respective voting channel before the commencement of the vote, 12 hours from now. Federation Storyline Transmission from Anna Pliskova, Assistant to Victor Huxley, COO of Voss Tech. Good soul explorers, you have, may I say, truly outdone yourselves with the results at the previous vote. In fact, I have just today received word from Mr. Huxley that he wishes to thank you in person during the next conference. You may look forward to a transmission from the QF Bastek soon. With the disappearance of Mimir, the disrupting signals emanating from the planet have slowly begun to subside. Vargas, as well as our other mining planets, are finally able to communicate more freely with the rest of the Federation. Since the Valkyrie Center has begun overseeing operations on these planets, there have been fewer and fewer walking incidents, and production has been kept steady. In response to this, I am pleased to report that President Lee has reached out to Vastek and has offered the cooperation and preliminary financial operations agreement for Sector 2. Now that you have been briefed the situation within the Federation, we will move on the current vote. It is generally the Federation's belief that a Universal Council need not be so involved in the inner workings of faction politics. Certainly, as a faction, we do not want to be choosing sides within the Empire. However, now that the opportunity has presented itself, we must not squander it. It is either a chance to affirm our confidence in the current cause of the Empire, or to attempt to sow dissent within it. Of course, if we choose the latter, we risk the retaliation of Solas and his forces. Whether or not Montes Licanis is in captivity certainly remains a pressing question. Though the crimson balls have not been seen for some time, they are still a threat to the integrity of the Federation. However, giving our full trust to another faction, should never be the current cause of action. Whatever the outcome of this vote, we should not assume 
were being presented with the full truth from anyone's side. Anna Voting Results The Universal Council has consolidated the votes of each of the factions. Display Montez publicly to Federation Union. Send an envoy to the Empire. 1. Empire The final vote is in favor of having House Lacanis display Montez publicly. Word has been sent to the Universal Council contact within the House, Aki Lacanis, who will proceed to make the necessary arrangements. Eventide the following are a number of transmissions sent by Aki Lacanis over the course of the transport operation for Montez Lacanis' public display. Transmission from Aki Lacanis, UC contact for House Lacanis. Location, main docking bay of Eden Lacanis, Southern Oriole. Dating, first report, time of Zeta Sagittarii 3.32. Designation, operation report. This is Oki, seventh son of House Lycanus, reporting on the progress of the public display of Montez like of Montez, the prisoner. The soil of an Eden is considered sacred, and as such it is unfitting for a public display to be held there. The prisoner has been dispatched to Canna Station, orbiting planet Chismi, a planet currently under House Lycanus banner. A transmission framework has already been established on the station, which will enable the image of Montez to be displayed to every faction. The prisoner's carrier is being accompanied by several military ships of House Lycanus, in case of unforeseen circumstances. Of course, the Empire's inner rim of planets is incredibly secure, and there is almost no need for this type of additional protection. Transmission from Aki Lycanus, UC contact for House Lycanus. Location, Oris, central city of Eden Lycanus, central Oriole. Dating, second report, time of Zeta Sagittarii 3.32. Designation, operation report. This is Oki, seventh son of House Lycanus. The carrier ship containing the prisoner was set to arrive at Kana Station a while ago. However, Kana had not sent word of the arrival of Montez. After brief correspondence with the station, I established that the vessel carrying the prisoner had not reached the station yet. Proceeding to check the carrier's signal, I discovered we can no longer trace the ship. A patrol of Class D scout ships has been sent out to the ship's last registered location. Transmission from Aki Lycanus, UC contact for House Lycanus. Location, fourth wing of communications, for Eden Lycanus, Western Oriole. Dating, third report, time of Zeta Sagittarii 3.32. Designation, operation report. We have discovered the carrier ship, along with its escorts. Every ship is fully intact, but its drive is dead, even the backup power source has been disabled. Furthermore, there are not even any signs of a struggle, none of the crew are injured, they are simply unconscious, and the airlocks show no signs of having been opened. There is only one immediate difference between the carrier ship as it is now and when it left the station. 
our scout ship's crew checked the cell room, and it is empty. Montez, the prisoner, is gone. There is no sign of his restraints being broken, they are simply, undone. The crew assures me that only someone with acute knowledge of the Empire's technology could have done this. Currently, the ships are being transported back to Eden Lycanis. It is possible the ship's logs may be able to be recovered, or that whoever, or whatever, he did this has left some sort of trace, but this seems highly unlikely. End of transmissions. It would seem Montez Lycanis has escaped. First instinct would lead the council to suspect the Crimson Wolves of the attack, but this method seems to suggest otherwise. It is true the Crimson Wolves have not been seen for some time, but for them to reappear in Empire space now, and the inner rim at that, after they were driven towards Federation and Union space would be a strange turn of events. Furthermore, if the Crimson Wolves were to free their leader, they would presumably not have done it with such little fanfare. Now, it seems another force is at work in this instance, a force which perhaps the Universal Council is unfamiliar with. The disappearance of Montez, however, appears to have somewhat softened the actions of the Vulpus Oculi on Ichthys Beta. The direct consequences of this matter appear to have been averted, and as such, the Council need not involve itself. But we must remain wary. With a force like Montez unaccounted for, it is only a matter of time before the Council is called to action once again. <laughs>